Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We're talking Great Smoky Mountain Half Marathon in 5K weekend today. I have got race director Brett Beagley in. I am Colleen Rue, one of the race announcers for Vacation Races. And Brett, I have always had an affinity for this course at Great Smoky Mountains. Oh, yes. It's got to be one of my favorite also. The scenery and especially that uh Old Wallen Highway. Yes. Wow. When you're right there on, along the river. And maybe it's because we live in the desert because you and I live in southern Utah. Maybe we go back there and we're like, oh, trees. Yeah. Things are green sometimes. Oh. Wow. Look at that. I know. There's so many trees and it's so pretty. And I remember the first time my husband went back there, he was like, it's so noisy at night because there's so many bugs that are in the forest like that you can just hear all these like Katie dids and grasshoppers and cicadas and it's just so real funny the first time I went and worked this race in 2018 we got off the airplane and got to our little cabin we were staying at about 10 o'clock and got out the door and I've never seen mist like that before like I could run my hands through it and the bugs I thought I was in a different planet there for a second like the yeah, just the bugs and crickets and everything. I've never oh, heard yeah. those noises before. It's crazy. And you talked about the mist. I mean, that's why they're called the Great Smokies is because these trees give off so much humidity and so much is in the air that every morning almost, depending on the weather, but most mornings you have this kind of fog that hangs over the trees, hence why it's called Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it's something else. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. It's amazing. My favorite back there is I was actually running one time on the course. It was like Friday before we had started and I was out by myself. It was a little bit cooler and there was a lot of morning dew. It was a really heavy, wet morning and all the spider webs were like frosted over with this morning dew and you could see these giant spider webs in every corner of every piece. It was so cool. Yeah, nature's artwork. Yeah, it's so cool, so cool. And if you get up to Cades Cove, you might even see some black bear. We saw a black bear last time we were there in Gatlinburg. We were over in Gatlinburg. Of course, he was going through trash in somebody's yard, but, you know, they've got some bears in there as well. Yeah, there's lots of neat stuff there. The caves, you've been into the caves, haven't you? Oh, we haven't done the caves, no. And I've heard that they're super fun. Uh, what's the name of them? It's the uh, Tuckalichi. Tuckalichi Caves. Tuckalichi yeah. Caves, yes. The neatest story in the world behind it. I won't spoil it for okay. you, but if you have a chance, go check out the caves. Okay, so it's our Easter egg. We're dropping it right here real early. Tuckalichi Caves. you got to come and tell Brett the story, and that will be our Easter egg because there are some really cool things to see, and that area is just so awesome. Nerding out on data, perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan, aiming for progression in PRs, Sound like you? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can relate. Featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products, Gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes. Because they offer great tasting and reputable products, Vacation Races trust Gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor. With the low-calorie, high-electrolyte Gnarly Hydrate for shorter races and the calorie, electrolyte, and amino acid-filled Gnarly Fuel 2.0 for longer races. Gnarly is here, taking the bonking out of your big day. Use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off. I love the side of the Smokies we're on. They call it the peaceful side of the Smokies right there in Townsend. And yep. it's... Qu- quiet side of the Smokies. Yeah. That's why we're there. It's really Not nice. that the other side isn't, isn't just as 
is pretty and beautiful, but it's Pigeon Forge, though. Yeah. It's it's a little it's definitely a tourist place. If you want yeah. to go to Dollywood, we're not very far from it. Yep. Gatlinburg, of course, another weird little place. <laughs> but Yeah. It's pretty neat. It if is. you've never been there, go check it out. It, yeah, for sure. You have to go check it out. But we're just right outside of Knoxville. It's actually a really easy drive from the airport. If you're going to go to the airport and just drive over to Townsend, it only takes about 30 minutes to get over there. So it's not too bad. So it's a pretty easy one. And we're going to talk through some of these logistics. So you've got the race guide that you can kind of look at it. We've sent it to you in a digital version. You can print it if you want to. We'll also have some copies of it for you at the event. But Brett, let's kind of start with Friday because what's cool about Smoky Mountains is another one of our doubles yes. that we have. And Black so, Bear Double. Yeah, Black Bear Double. So we're going to have a 5K on Friday and then, of course, the half marathon on Saturday. So let's start with Friday with our expo day. What time is our expo going to start? 10 a.m. Okay. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Please don't come early. We're still yeah. we're still working on getting set up. Why can we never convince anybody I, not to I don't come? Because everyone's so excited to come. I guess so. They all want to see. We, they want to see us and our staff. It's going to be at the Tally Ho, which is right at the end of Townsend. Just keep driving down the main highway. Townsend is so easy to navigate. If you're like, oh, I don't know my way around Townsend, it's fine. It's like one road. Just stay on the main just road. Just stay on the road. You'll find us. Yeah, but can I tell a funny story? I'm gonna I'm gonna dive digress for a minute. I generally go for a run around there and I wanted to get a little bit longer than the half marathon course. And the course hadn't, wasn't marked when I went out there. And so I took a wrong turn. I took like a left when I was supposed to stay a little bit right. I was so lost on those roads because they, they're like these foothill mountains and they just go up and down. And we're used to in here in Utah where we live. You can see things from far away. Yeah, you can, you can see a mountain 100 yeah. miles away and you always know where you're at. Right. You're like, okay, to the north is Pine Valley Mountain and I know where I'm going. But there, it's like all of these hills look the same. I was so lost. I had no reception. I didn't know what direction I was going in. If I was headed back, if I was headed this way, I was pretty sure I was going to be lost. I was almost late for the expo that year because <laughs> I finally got some cell phone service and called my husband. I'm like, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> no clue. Try to find me. And so... It, but in Townsend, it's one main highway and super easy. But off of that main highway, there's plenty to explore. Lots of little cabins back there. All right. 10 a.m. Don't come early. Expo is going to be there. We're going to have vendors. We got some vendors coming. Yeah. The, regular the normal, old, yeah. Yeah. Regular old race expo. We'll give you your bib. And if you're doing the Black Bear Double 5K with us, you'll just get your swag item there as well. So Black Bear Double gets an extra swag item yes. with their registration. And right there at the tally ho. So going to be super easy. This is the thing. If you're running the 5K, you need to realize that bib pickup ends at 5. Yes, 5 p.m. Okay. And we kind of have to close up shop because we got to get it ready for the 5K start. What time is that going to be? Uh, 6.15 is 5K start. Okay. All right. So we're going to close bib pickup at 5 o'clock. And if you're a 5K runner and you're like, well, I'll just wait till 5 o'clock to come pick up my bib, come earlier than that. Because, yes, please. It helps out a Yeah, lot. we can't keep that open for very, very long because we got to get that 5K started. Now, we're going to be right behind the Tally Ho or right to the side of the Tally Ho where the Expo is, and that's where the 5K is going to start as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, 6.45, we'll start getting everyone lined up over there. and we'll, 5.45. 5.45. Uh, yeah, what did I say? 6.45. So, yeah, yeah 6, sorry. 5.45. Yeah, we'll get lined up back okay. there, get everything going, go over some extra, um, instructions, and then uh, 6, 10, 
we will all cross the the highway. Okay. And then uh, six fifteen, we'll get it underway. All right. So it's kind of going to be a wave start for this five k. We are going to cross everybody because there's one main crossing that we got to get everybody across the highway in order to get everybody started. So we need everybody there, get everybody lined up like six o'clock. We'll do the national anthem and then we'll take everybody at one time across the road and then we'll section everybody out. How are we going to do that? Are we going to have signage, things like that? To get everyone across the road? Across the road and then once we're across the road, how do we kind of see Yeah, ourselves? once we get across the road, we've got some 5K banners okay. uh, for the different times and the wave that you want to be in. Um, there will be different as we start because we've got to cross um the road about a quarter mile in, into it yeah probably even less than that so the whole wave probably won't be able to start at the same time we'll okay. do uh you know maybe 100 people at a time or something okay. and uh we'll have two three minutes in between each wave we'll just kind of see how that goes uh the the road that we're we're crossing is the main road that heads into the park so it backs up really quick so so we'll uh, get a few of you across and then let some traffic and then and then get another wave across. Yeah, we do. We do have a little bit just right in that that area where we start, but it will be safe. We've got police officers who will be out there kind of helping us, volunteers helping us. But just be patient with the 5K start. So once we cross the road, it's going to be a few minutes before we can get everybody there. Of course, we're on chip time for for the for the awards for our age group awards but if you are running for overall awards we want you to start up in the front yeah be up there at first if you're for overall okay um, and everyone else yeah we'll be, be patient with us we'll we'll get you started as quick yeah. as we can and Hydration has never looked so good. Hydroflask brings you the best and brightest bottles, tumblers, and outdoor kitchenware. Strikingly simple and durable. Hydroflask reusable items are perfect for your outdoor adventures. Discover your best travel mate on hydroflask.com or follow at hydroflask on Instagram. And it's generally pretty warm for this 5K. That's something probably you already know because you're going to Tennessee in September. It can get a little hot and sticky, but the sun is starting to go down at that time, which is kind of perfect because you finish and the weather gets really, really nice. But yeah, it's great. It can be a little bit warm and sticky. So plan for that. And of course, we'll get more as we get closer to the event. We'll kind of see what the weather looks like. But probably going to be hot and humid. It's Tennessee and that's what we have. So we'll get that 5K underway. And how many people do we have running this event, Brett? Total, we're about twenty five hundred. Okay, that's so. that's half K and half, okay, or excuse ha- me, five K and, and half. half okay, yeah, awesome. We, we got good numbers this year. Yeah, that's gonna be great. It's because it's such a great course. It really it, is. It is. We go so many neat places, and this has still got to be one of my favorites. I know. I know. I tell people all the time. I'm like, if you want a great one, you know, you got to do this. The course for the five K is kind of a big loop. Really, is that the best way to explain uh, it? Yeah, a big U-turn. Yeah, there you go. I like yeah, we, that. Yeah, we cross the road, go down, cross the road, under the road on the way back so we don't stop traffic, and then you'll come back where we lined you up. Yeah, like a giant U-turn. You'll be on a multi-purpose trail, so you kind of have to watch out for that. So slower people, if you need to take a walk break or something like that, make sure you get to the right because people will need to pass you, um, especially once we get started. So you have to watch that multi-use path that we'll be on, but that will take you right back to the Tally-O, and that's where your finish line is going to be for the 5K, and it will be your finish line for the half marathon, but it's not your start line. No, no, the start line is not. It's not there, so you got to remember that. While we're on start line, 
no parking at the start line. Yes, that's run, our big run one. or drop off and do your thing there in the morning. But uh, as soon as we clean the start line up and we're out of there, we lock the gates behind us and yeah, no one's getting. Back yeah, yet. so let's we're talking half marathon now. So let's transition over to Saturday morning because what Brett's referring to is you can go drop off your runners up at the start. But if you're a runner and you're like, oh, I'm just going to park at the start, I'll just get a ride back later. Yeah, it's not going to work because your car is going to be there. And please don't make us drive your car back down. We don't have enough people to do that. That, uh, you know, if you come pulling up in a car that you need to park, there is no parking, absolutely no parking up at the start line. So don't even try it. And you can always look for carpool. Maybe somebody who's staying in your hotel will be able to carpool up with you. We have the shuttles that will be available. Shuttles will leave from the Tally Ho. So where you parked for the expo is where you're going to park the next morning for the half marathon. And then we'll shuttle you up to the start if you're going to be dropped off there, just remember, no parking at the start. What time's the parking lot going to open for the morning of the half marathon? 4.30 a.m. is finish line parking at the Tally Ho. Park, you'll get on the shuttle. And then if you need your bib, we'll have those bibs at the start line for you. Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, 5.15, first shuttles are going to head to the high school. Okay. Uh, 6 o'clock will be the last last call. Which means, Brett, you shouldn't try to get on the shuttle at 5.55, right? No, that's usually not a good idea. <laughs> uh, come come early, get your name in the raffle, and see if you can win you something cool. Yeah, we got some great raffles that we'll be doing early in the morning up at the start line. So make sure to get on the shuttles early. This is what I do like about this race is it's really not very cold generally in the morning. It's pretty mild. No, it's great in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's one of our um, warmer starts. Yeah, it's sometimes it can be a little bit little bit crisp but not cold no by any means yeah and it's it's great yeah so this will be a good one to get up there early to make sure you get set of course we'll have hot chocolate we'll have hot coffee for you we'll do those raffles that brett talked about up at the start of the half marathon before we get you guys out on the course so start time for the half marathon is going to be seven o'clock seven a.m yeah. we're going to get you off and going and i really hope it's foggy i it ha- i mean if it's not foggy it makes me a little bit sad because yeah I feel like you have to experience the fog of this area. So. Yeah, for sure. It's it's part of the event, part it, of the experience. Yeah, it's, it, it's so cool. It's so cool. So hopefully you have a beautiful sunrise. And I love to watch that fog start to break in the morning as it starts yep, to burn off. As that off. sun comes up and it just yeah starts burning off a little bit. It's Maybe it's just because we live in the desert. I don't know. It might I, be. I don't know either. It's it's almost magical. It is. I, I totally agree with you. So we'll get you guys started on the half marathon course. And a lot of people, Brett, will look at this half marathon course profile and they're like, but it's all uphill. It's, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's pretty flat, though. But we, it's, yeah, we, you're right. We, we get some pretty good times. Yeah, for sure we get good times on this course. I mean, I'm always seeing fast times are just our course records. Glenn Burkhardt, that guy. He's so that fast. Guy. That guy. He ran a 109 back in 2019 for our male course record. And our female is Cassidy Heaton. She did a 121 back in 2021. So she just recently set that one. And even our masters, a 119 on the men's side and 131 on the female side. This is not a slow course. Nope. It's pretty quick. It is. And it is gradually uphill. And there's a, I mean, I would say about mile like four-ish, you're going to have a little tiny climb that you kind of have, but it's like this little baby roller. Yeah. Not much. It's, it's quick. Yeah, so don't look at that elevation chart because I feel like we've squished it into. Yeah, it makes it look more serious it, than what it is. It really does. It, it really, you're gonna not going to notice most of those 
quote unquote hills or spikes on the elevation chart because it only gains 727 feet over the 13 miles. So Honey Stinger helps you prepare, perform and recover throughout your athletic journey. Made with delicious honey and organic ingredients, Honey Stinger provides a fuel you need to push harder and go farther. Discover what all the buzz is about on HoneyStinger.com. Use code VACATIONRACE30 for 30% off organic waffles, chews, gels, bars, and hydration to help you sweeten the burn. Yeah, the 5K is a very quick course, too. It is a very quick course. You're right. It's super fast on that. Um, So these courses are perfect. They're great for a veteran who wants a great time or perfect for first-timers. So if you're a first-timer joining us, you're going to enjoy it. And it looks like about a quarter, almost a quarter of our runners are going to be first-timers. So Yeah. Yeah, this this course is one is one of our courses that's all asphalt or concrete. So yeah, no, no trail no. for, for first timer. I know some people like a little bit of trail. Some, some like just running on the road, but this one's all road. So yeah. that, that adds to the, the speed of it. It's, it's a quick one. For sure. I would say the only thing that you might notice is when you're on old Walland highway, you're next to the river. It's a little bit of a, a crowned road out there. It's, it's not perfectly flat. So it kind of has a little bit, you know how they have the water to run off. So it's like a crowned road. And you get a little bit of that, so you kind of have to watch that. But it's not severe. It's not anything really bad. But that would be the only thing that I've noticed yeah. on this course, that a little bit kind of off kilter on some of those roads. But they got to drain all that water some way. Yeah, they they <laughs> get all the, all the rain that we need. I know that we don't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If they could only send some water over this way, it would be amazing. What I do love about this time of year, too, is... In the upper elevations of the Smokies, you're starting to get some leaves starting to change. Like you get a couple of pops of red. So when you're driving around, maybe doing some of those neocaching activities, you will be able to see maybe some fall foliage. We only always get a couple of pictures when we get up high on that. Okay, so Brett, we've got the half marathon, very straightforward, six aid stations. Yes. What are they going to have? Um, all of them will have water and gnarly. Okay. Um, aid station seven and eleven will be your fruit aid stations. So stock and or stop and, and yeah. stock up there. So some bananas and oranges there. And, and we'll have outhouses, uh, porta potties yeah. at each aid station. Yeah, plenty of outhouses. Outhouses. I when I say the word outhouse, I think of like the moon yeah. coming into the wooden door. Yeah, we're not quite that old school. <laughs> That'd be funny. They're gonna be regular old porta potties and you'll have them. We'll also have a gear drop right at the start. So at the start line and then also at that first aid station. Yep, first aid station, anything you're wearing, drop and we'll get it back to the gear check. Uh, location at the finish line. Yeah, so we'll bring it all to the finish line for you. I would have to say, pro tip on this one, don't overdress. No. Sometimes people are like, oh, it's 50 degrees, I'm cold. Yeah, th- this is one that we generally don't have a ton of mile three clothing drop. Yeah. It's just not that, yeah. not that chilly. It you're feels re- really nice in the morning. Yeah, you're really looking at tanks and shorts on this one. Because this is my thing that I always do, Brad, is I take the outside temperature and I add 20 degrees and that's what I dress for. So if it's 50 degrees in the morning, I dress for 70 degrees. If it's 30 degrees, I dress for 50 degrees. And that kind of works really well. So don't overdress. Sometimes I see people in tights and long sleeves in the morning. I'm like, oh, you're not going to want it in this humidity. Yeah, that's going to be hot. A a couple miles into it, you're going to get warm. Well, the last few miles as we approach the Tally Ho, you'll be back on that multi-use trail that we use for the 5K. It it warms up a bit It does. It it can get a little bit warm in those later miles because it gets more exposed. You're kind of out of the tree cover a little bit. Yeah, that's very true. Good point. So keep that in mind with that. Of course, all our aid stations are going to be cut free. 
Yes, we are cup free. So yes. get uh, get your cup at the expo, or if you already have one from a previous race, bring it with you. And uh, yeah, or carry your own hydration pack if you yeah. want anything like that. But we will keep it cup free. There's absolutely positively no cups at all at the aid station. So just remember that. And I think we just have to reiterate again: no parking at the start. None. <laughs> every year, Brett, somebody will come up to me and be like. I just drove here. I was late. I missed the shuttle. Yeah. What about my car? And it's like, oh, don't make us drive your car because nobody shows up in a Lamborghini or a really nice Audi. No. <laughs> it's like some, you know, 1989 to- Toyota Corolla that yeah. we have to drive back to the finish yes, line. Yes, that, that's happened once. Yes. And we don't want it ever to happen again because we don't have enough staff to drive all your cars back. So they at Heritage High School, they lock the gates once we leave. So just make sure that you take the shuttle. Or you get dropped off. And we've got plenty of shuttles for you. Yeah. So so don't don't worry about that. Just be there in time and we'll get you to the start line. For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best-in-class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSportsInc on Instagram. When you get to Tennessee, we have to talk about this. We have to address this because Heritage High School is in a town called Marysville, but it's not pronounced like that, Brett. Nah, you kind of got to put a marble in your mouth and roll your tongue a little Marysville, bit. Marysville, Marysville, Marysville. Yeah. I can't even say it right. And yeah. the people there always look at me like, <laughs> you're not from here, are yeah, you? Yeah, you're not from here, are you? Oh, my gosh. The Tennessee accent is great. But we always have a lot of volunteers. Baseball team always comes out and helps oh, us out. Oh, man, they do such a great yeah, job. Yeah, they really do. Such a great job. We, uh, we get some great volunteers on this one that just mean the world, and they help us out so much. So yeah. if, if you're one of those, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we love it, and uh, I love having those boys come in. It's generally the baseball team that will come over, and yeah. they'll just come and help and tear down and everything and teach me how to say Murrville or yeah. whatever. But, yeah, Tennessee is a great, great well, place. everyone that comes here pronounces it Zion. We, we can say true. Maryville however it's, we want. It, it's true. It's true. We have this thing here in southern Utah. You all want to call it Zion, and we're like, oh, you're not from here. It's Zion. It's Zion. Zion, like a U. Just, like, just like Lion. Yeah. With the Z. Except, oh, see, I like that. Yeah. Okay, that's the way to explain it. Okay, Brett, you really hit on something here. Because <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day with somebody where I'm like, I stopped the mid-sentence and I'm like, stop saying that. <laughs> like, you can't say Zion. Zion. No. Zion. Like lion. Okay. I I, I think it's only pronounced Zion in the Bible. Other than Maybe. that, it's Zion. Uh, I'm not. We're not even going <laughs> to. Even when I read the Bible, I'm just going with Zion. Zion. So. All, right. All right. Let's get back to the Smokies. If you do want to do some great things in the Smokies, we have lots of recommendations for you there. There's so much hiking to do, lots of family-friendly hiking to do as well. And you can just download our Neocaching app, and that little app will give you a whole list of things that you can go and do. And Yeah, any of those things you have time for, they're all well worth your while. What's your favorite hike that you've done? Oh, man. I, I don't know. Um, even just the drive up into Kate's Cove oh, is something so else. Yes. Um, what's, uh, I forget what's, what's the, the little town lodge thing you kind of hike up, 
hike up to and there's oh, a Lacan, Mount Lacan. Yeah. Super yeah. cool. So, oh yeah, something else. Yeah, I that's one of my favorite. It we did it via Alum Cave. So Alum Cave is really not a cave. It's more just like an outcropping of rock. Yeah. And then you go up to Mount Lacan, which I think it's 10 miles, 10, 11 miles round trip. But up the top, you're right. They have like these little cabins that you can stay at. The, yeah. Good luck getting a reservation. They go like years in advance. Uh, but yeah. the hike is amazing. And Mount LeCant, you can actually see from Gatlinburg. So it's really a cool view to be on Mount LeCant looking down into yeah. the valley as well. So, yes, I agree. Laurel Falls is another one that people love to do. But that is permitted now. It was not mm. the last time we were there. So you have to go to recreation.gov. And that's where you can see if there's any tickets to to do that. It's a very small parking area, but they are pretty sticky about Laurel Falls. So if you yeah. want to do that, make sure to check it early. Yeah, there's there's lots around. This is one of our one of our locations that uh, if you can't make it into the park or like like this one to get into the park, it's a little bit windy. Uh, if, yeah. If you get car sick easy, you may yeah. not want to head in there. You're right. Um, but there's. There's so much so close to mm-hmm. to right right where we're already at that if you if you don't want to or choose not to go into the park, there's so much right oh, there yeah. close. And scenery wise, you're kind of already there, just right yeah. there in town. So so if you can't get into the park or uh, don't want to do the drive, there's there's lots of stuff right yeah. there close you can do. There's just walk down to the river. There's some rope swings and some different stuff. You can stuff. go rafting just, right, yeah, right, right there on right the, right the river. So yeah. there's there's lots to do. There is a lot to do. And you know, we went into Knoxville. We we all went to a, a game not very long ago, a UT game they were playing. And uh, we went into Knoxville and my husband and I were walking around downtown Knoxville. Coolest little town. Yeah. Really cool. They have like yeah, an Olympic neat. park in there and everything. So even if you want to go check out Knoxville, it's something yeah. to be seen. So Yeah, the whole area. There's uh, there's something to be said for Southern hospitality. It is. I agree with you. I, I love to be in the South. The people are great there and they are going to welcome you guys with open arms, as are we, for this great Smoky Mountain Half Marathon and 5K weekend. If you do have questions or anything about the event, this one is so straightforward. I mean, it really is just super straightforward. Um, Just let us know if there are any questions. You can always reach out to Brett. What's your email? Brett with one T, Brett at Vacation Races, or you can reach out to info at Vacation Races and uh, our customer service team or myself will get back with you shortly. Yeah, for sure. We want to take good care of you guys and we are so excited to have you for our Black Bear Double, our Half Marathon and 5K weekend in Townsend, Tennessee. We'll see you guys there. Thanks. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.